0: You're now listening to March, the Golly Woman Podcast. So when purpose is calling you, you got to get to it. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Having that full faith in Him shows you that you trust in Him, and He will make a way. And God always shows His plans for us. We just have to trust Him. Peace and blessings. Hi guys hello welcome to another episode of mark the dollar one podcast y'all today is a very special day do you know what today, today is it's our anniversary when <laughs> you're in it's our anniversary wow that was fast was <laughs> it really it kind of felt like a long time but right. we think about it it wasn't really that long. <sighs> you know, we're just trying to stay consistent. You know, just be faithful to what God has called us to do. Yes, and, um, and this is not; it hasn't been easy. <laughs> the call is not easy. Well, that goes right into our topic. Oh, so the first question I have for today is: um, How did you realize that you were set apart? For me, <laughs> I guess it could start like high school. Um, they were like. High always school? I guess that's what i, oh, that's, I when you re- okay, gotcha. that's what I really like realized. I know it probably was before that I was mm-hmm. high school was the like main, the main gotcha. and people were always talking about partying, hanging out, going to the whatever they was going. Um, you know <laughs> no, whatever it was getting <laughs> drinks, getting beers, all that. And I just was like, uh, I don't really wanna do that. Like what? Can we do something else? And I guess you could um about it as feeling like you're like an outsider because you're not doing that, right? Because you don't. But it's not even that. I don't know. It's just like I didn't want to. Like I'm sure my mom Same. didn't mind if you just were like, oh, "Y'all yeah, want to go to a little party or whatever with your friends," but it's like I didn't want yeah, to. It was never had parties. the desire to go. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I think it's similar too. I think, like growing up, you know, throughout school, I feel like people would always. Like, I don't want to say single me out, but they would kind of just make me feel like this is not what she's supposed to be doing. Like, oh, yeah, that's like true. Even like my teachers, or whether it be principals or, you know, administrators, they would always just be like, if I was ever doing anything that I shouldn't have been doing, they'd be like, uh-uh, uh, uh, oh, wait, wait, what, what, what you doing? <laughs> now, you know, you you're know not supposed better. to. <laughs> no, wait, wait. No, I know you're not. You, like, literally, like, I couldn't do nothing. She's <laughs> going like, oh, oh. Uh-uh. but no, I, I, I think, you know, you know what's really crazy? I was thinking about this. Um, people know you're chosen before you do. Like, people will tell you that you're chosen before you even know yourself. So, like, those teachers or even, like, my peers, like, they knew I was different before I even knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, I would try to, like, run away from being the different girl or being the goody-goody but it's like people would always be like Taja, that's not even like not, girl, or like I like they like even say things like y'all want to come. They be like you know girl, yeah, y'all not gonna, like, gonna oh, come. Y'all, y'all <laughs> not coming. Like we're not gonna tell know. y'all. Like, like they knew I was chosen before I even knew or I even wanted to admit that I knew I was chosen or set apart. I should say. So I think you know throughout junior high school, throughout high school, it was really hard for me to to accept the fact that I was set apart that God had set me apart because, you know, you just want to feel like you belong with a group. And I never could really find that group that I really clicked with. And I mean, I told you, we were like, girl, we was a part of everything in school. Like every club you can think of, we were on the dance team. It was like, you know, we were around people 24-7. But y'all, I know some of y'all can relate. You can be around a table full of people and still feel all alone, like still feel by yourself. So like, you know, I had friends that I met along the way that I grew close with, but like at the end of the day, I would always just feel like, like I want that, that deep connection with people, And you know, people who are set apart, they know what it's like to be isolated. They know what it's like to not always have a group that you feel like you belong to. And it's, it's, it's tough. It's rough. <laughs> But then like a question I would always like ask myself was, or like, God, like, why me? Like, why can't I just fit in with everybody else? Like, why do I have to be set apart or or trying to live as a Christian at a young age? Or people Mm. like, sometimes they wait till they get, you know, college or graduate college to even start their relationship with God. And it's like, I was just on this journey and nobody nobody else was was doing it. young age, it's like, why am I the only one? And that reminds me of the scripture, John 17, 16. They're not of the world just as I am not of the world. So Jesus knew that he was not of this world. Like, though people around you are doing worldly things, you don't have to because you're not of this world. Right. We may be on earth with other people that, you know, overindulge. <laughs> but <laughs> that doesn't mean you have to participate as well, because Jesus has already came and overcome the world. So he's been through the things that we're going through now. Right. So it's not like we're out here by ourselves because he's already been overcome through the he's Yeah, he's already overcome it. And another thing with that too, like whenever you're called to live this set apart life, you have to realize that you're going to, like the way that you live is going to be so different than everybody else. And sometimes you may be the only person who's living that way. Like it may only be you. <laughs> and like, you may feel like, there is nobody else like walking this thing out like I am. And I promise you, I mean, it gets better <laughs> over yeah, time. Yeah, it's important <laughs> to find, find a community. Community, too. yeah, definitely. Find a community. Because I know my freshman year of college, I just really felt like I kind of shared my testimony last season. You guys go check that episode out. It's called High Topic. Of how I was really dealing with loneliness and like isolation. But I think during that time, God was really just showing me like, this is what it feels like to be, to be, like, by yourself, to be alone. But you kind of have to be okay with that, like, during that season. But also understanding that you're, you're alone, but he's there too. Right, Like, yeah. he's there in yeah, that. He's with you, yeah, always. So, I really want to get into the set apart lifestyle. Because it's a lifestyle, okay? And it's an ongoing journey, I feel like. So... There is a scripture that I really like, it's Matthew seven, verse 14. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only a few will find it. So like I was kind of hinting on earlier, on this journey, like everybody around you may not be doing it. Like their journey may be completely different from your, your Christian journey. So when it comes to living a set apart lifestyle, it's some things that you're going to have to, I guess I could say sacrifice or give up. Yeah. Um. But I, think, but I think in our case, it wasn't really hard to give up things because we never really had a desire to drink or kind of like, you know, smoke or party. However, I did struggle with lust, pornography, gossip. <laughs> so it's going to be like, it's going to require you to... Of course, die to your flesh daily, but just really understand that by you being set apart, it's gonna be evident in the way that you live your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and being that God is calling us to live a holy life, right? You have to make some changes in order to live for him because you are we're image bearers. Like so, whenever we take on that that Christ like nature. We have to really like fully had, embrace right. it. You can't just like pick and choose what you want to embrace because people see that and then yeah, they like yeah, you really. know they might start thinking, okay, well they doing that. She a Christian and she's doing it. I can do that too. So that's why it's important for us to to really live it out. <laughs> live it out all the way through. You can't. You really can't have do this walk of Christ. You cannot right. have do it. And I was listening. to I always mention it just different podcasts. Okay, y'all. By by now, y'all know that's my favorite. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Go check them out. But they were talking about, they had a guest on the podcast, and they were talking about how we kind of always want things easy. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, we, if you think about it, we ain't we trying to find the easiest route. Okay, what's the easiest thing I can do to, like, but when it comes to Christ, it's really no easy route. Like, it's, it's no easy way to do it. Like, either you going all in or you not going in at all. Because you have to sacrifice some things, right? And it's so crazy. Oh, this Holy Spirit, Jesus didn't take the easy route. Him dying on the cross was not the easy wow. route. God sending God sending His only Son to die for us was not the easy route. That was the hardest route possible. <laughs> so, like, why would we expect? For this to be easy like being set apart it's not going to be this cakewalk and i know me okay talking about me i do like things to be come to come easy to me but that is when it comes to your relationship with god is not going to be like that also i gotta talk about convictions because i realized like when i really started taking my walk with christ seriously like, the convictions was just hit differently. Like, when it comes to, like, how I address people, just, like, even, like, the clothes that I wear, like, literally any everything, I would get convicted about it. And I couldn't just be like, nah, I'm not, I'm not. But it was like, I really had to take heed to it because it was the Holy Spirit convicting me of it. And I think a lot of times we get caught up on convictions being like, you know, oh, I shouldn't I shouldn't have been smoking or I shouldn't have been drinking last night. But it really could be, I should have really helped this person out. I really should have been there for them that day when they needed me. And like whenever I realized how I wasn't listening to those convictions, like I would feel so guilty, y'all. Like the Holy Spirit was like literally like, uh uh-uh, uh, now you know, you know you need to be listening to what I'm telling you, but I wasn't. But present day, whenever I feel convicted, I really have to take heed to it because that aftermath mm-mm-mm. and I really wanted to like really stress that because whenever you're set apart, things that people do or that they say, it may not really like have a huge effect on them, but as a believer, it's going to have like a different effect on you. If that makes sense? Like you may see people and they can be out living however they want to live and they don't feel convicted about it. But you go out and do one simple thing, and you're going to be like, oh, Lord, I feel terrible. Like, why was I out here? Like, why was I doing that? Or why did I say, like, you'll instantly feel this conviction. It's just like, I really just be thinking sometimes. It's just like, you know, what if I was able to go live like that? I don't think I could do it. I'd be like, nah, I'm just going to live this church girl lifestyle. <laughs> what's for you is for you. <laughs> Because I think a lot of times we look at the world and see what everybody else is doing and we're just like, you know, I, I, what would it be like for me to live that way? Don't judge me because I know y'all think about that sometimes too. And you'd be like, mm-mm. No, no, no. I'm trying to get to heaven. What's that, quote um, is like comparison is a thief of joy? joy? It surely is. Because I'm instantly like, no, man. That's, that's not who we represent. That's not what we're about. <laughs> Do you want to be set apart or not? <laughs> I, I said all of that. But now I really want to just point out the fact that being chosen or being set apart is definitely a privilege. Like, I don't want anybody to feel like, you know, it's, it's too hard or it's no fun. It's really a privilege and an honor to even be able to serve God, to even be set up like, God, you really want to set me apart? Like me, thank you. Because, woo! But yeah, it's definitely a privilege. And I'm thankful for it. Even though it has some ups and some downs. But I don't want you guys to feel like, you know, I've never felt set apart. Or I don't feel like I'm chosen. I have the perfect scripture for you if you do feel like that. Matthew chapter 22, verse 14. For many are called, but few are chosen. And you may, you probably heard this scripture in church or like a youth conference or retreat or what have you. But that's why it's really important to read the context around the scripture and not just the scripture by itself. It's it's a, well, it's a parable that Jesus is sharing. And the goal that he is trying to, I guess, express to the people is that the invitation is open to all. That's why it says many are called. Like... God literally invites all of us to receive salvation. However, this is where the chosen part comes into play. Because not everybody accepts the invitation. So, like, literally God has, he gives whoever wants to enter his kingdom the opportunity to. Like, he is inviting you in. You just got to accept the invitation. Literally, that's all you have to do. So... The invitation is open. It's literally like if you if you want to accept it, you can accept it and enter God's kingdom. It really just depends on you. And then again, sometimes people are um they're a bit afraid to follow Christ because they feel like they have to change so much, they feel like they have to sacrifice so much of what they are used to to now conform to Christ, and people are afraid of that, but Honestly, (laughs) following Christ is probably what it is the best choice you can make because our future is already predestined and God knows how things are going to end. So if you're not following Him, then ultimately you are on a path, your own path, which doesn't lead (laughs) to (laughs) heaven. And you don't know how that's going to turn out. You don't. But following God, He already knows. Right. And also, he gives us grace, um, grace on guidance, life. love, support. Yeah, I like I like that you said that because people kind of view it as something that they're losing to follow Christ, but like you gain so much. I feel like mm-hmm. it's it, it's really not a lose situation. Like you're really gaining, you're gaining salvation, you're gaining love, you're gaining peace, you're gaining community. It's not just so much of like a scarcity mindset, but more of like, more so of an abundance mindset. Yeah, you you gain so much. Yeah, I mean, hey, sometimes when you do sacrifice things, there's often a reward. The, The blessing is bigger than the sacrifice. So now I have a question. Do you feel like your set apart lifestyle inspires people? around you. Um ew. Um, I feel like it does because um I've been put in a lot of situations where people are, are like, you know, uh let's go out and drink, let's go do this. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, okay, I go have fun. And they're like, oh man. <laughs> like, okay, I don't wanna do it anymore. Like, you know' like you're I I guess I'm in a way convicting them. Right. Like by just me just like dying and saying just no, like I don't want to do that. But so I guess in a way it does kind of inspire people. Mm-hmm. And also realizing that we are children of light. So the Holy Spirit is inside of us, which causes us to move differently. So we'll see just situations and people differently. And people also see that light within us too. Like they'll kind of like draw to you or like want to come to you for advice because they know what you do. They know your call. They know that God is within you. So, yeah. I say yeah. That's good. I definitely feel like, oh, you know, being chosen, being set apart, whatever you want to call it. It does inspire people. And, I'm going to be transparent. Some Sometimes I feel like I don't want to say like I feel like there's like a target on me but I think it just kind of zooms in my life you know mm-hmm. like if, I think people when people know that you are a believer they hold you to a different standard that makes sense so it's like I I know that if I do something wild people are gonna be like oh oh so you say you and you you know So I do feel like the way I live my life, I don't want to say I just kind of tiptoe and do things, play things safe. But I think I just realized that there's just a certain standard to the way that I have to live as a believer. And like I said before, it's a privilege. I'm not saying that for anybody to feel sorry for me. That that kind (laughs) of reminds me of um, something that our our grandfather says. He's always like, "Um, don't put me on a pedestal and like get upset when I fall. Mm. So it's like sometimes people often like put these put people just way up or just hold them to this right. high, high standard. And it's like sometimes people hold us to the standards that God doesn't even hold us to. Like mm. God isn't even holding me all the way up. Like God he knows my he knows my faults, he knows my flaws. Right. But people are just expecting us to be flawless. Like they're not they don't want us to mess up at all. But it's What's like it? you can't expect people not to mess up because we're human. Right. Cause as soon as you make that one mistake it's like everybody just like, pointing a finger at yeah. you like oh yeah she did do that with it but- it's like no y'all yeah I mean, we make it we just make mistakes sometimes Kind me some slack not perfect but we're worth it i'm working i'm working yeah. and also it just made me realize you know that i am an example mm-hmm. i am definitely an example and i don't want to do anything to jeopardize anybody else's You know, like, they're, like, them coming to Christ. Like, I don't want to, I don't want the way that I live. Because I I think our platform, you know, it's pretty public. People know what we do. They know the content that we share. And I don't want to be, like, a hindrance to them, like, really coming to Christ. So I'm just really mindful of what I do, what I say, what I post. Because I don't want to be that reason. Yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah. And it's, that's why it's very important for um even like I don't know say for instance is a personal Instagram that you look up to that's a godly woman mm-hmm. it's important that you also know the Bible for yourself like don't just go right. off right. their word or like how just everything that they say like you also have to know the word for yourself and like hide mm-hmm. it in your heart because at the end of the day they can. God's looking at you. You're not looking at what they, what they told you. Because when it's Judgment Day, it's going to be you up there by yourself. <laughs> you got to know the word for yourself. <laughs> so embrace being set apart. Em- embrace being chosen by God. And just know that God expects something different from you. Like his expectations from you are just that high. So he had set you apart. And be reminded that Jesus overcame the world. So whenever you may be facing... He's already went through it. So just depend on him. Right. Because this is not easy being set apart. I have life experience. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. <laughs> but we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And thank you for rocking with us for a whole year. And, you know, hopefully we'll see y'all next year for years. <laughs> but you've heard God's word. Now act accordingly.